Thank you for calling to Pozzuan Associates Insurance Services. Please hold while we connect you to a representative. All calls may be recorded for quality and assurance purposes. Good afternoon, DNA Insurance. I'm going to speak to Alex, please. Who am I speaking with? Uh, it's Joey Jingola. Joey. And you said your last name, I'm sorry? Jingola. All right. One moment, please. Thank you. Dopazo and Associates Insurance Services appreciates your call. Please stay on the Mr. Jingola. Alex, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right, buddy. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Well, my, my grandfather had so many stories about him, but he, uh, clothing line, this is what we did, women's manufacturing, clothing manufacturing. He had a very successful factory in uh, here in Miami, and a guy opened up next door, and very similar. No business is really different. We're all the same. We just how we do or run our businesses are a little bit different. Guy opens up and basically copies most of his line, you know, clothing styles, and is selling them for five bucks cheaper, just to give an example. The sales guys come up to my, my grandfather and my dad goes up to my grandfather and says, oh my God, what are we going to do? He's like, every customer that walks in, send them their way. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, all of them, send them all their way. And if they want to buy that product, that's great. I know how much it costs to do it. I know how much the materials cost. I know what the labor costs. He can't do that for very long. So I'm going to send them as much business as he can until he bankrupts himself. And then I'll sell it for $5 over my current price. Man, that's a great story. That's my good buddy, Alex DePazzo of DePazzo and Associates in beautiful Miami, Florida. And he's talking about his grandfather and how before the family got into the insurance business, they were in the, we're going to make clothes business. And again, a story of the competition. And the question becomes, well, I mean, one, do you know those costs, at least in your insurance business? You know, do you know how, how much it costs for you to acquire the business, to, to, to close the business, to service the business, to renew the business, right? Those are the sorts of things that uh, might be transferable to this story and Alex has been on the show for so long it feels like I I don't know this story is stuck in my head for a long time I mean basically since I had it almost two years ago and and I and because because uh, Alex and I had such a great conversation we've just had so many different you know episodes come out of it and I and I swear I actually went back and checked uh, and Alex has, has basically been on since episode 173, I think, and this is um, three something or other, uh, 323 maybe. But, um, but yeah, I had to go back and check and make sure I hadn't done this before because it is so familiar, but it, it's really just stuck in my head that much about his grandfather and, you know, knowing his costs, knowing what he can do, you know, knowing what somebody else might be able to do and the, his, the, his confidence and his information and his ability to execute at a high level to say, send them all their way. And, and it's just, it, it's just been in ingrained in my head for, for pretty much two years. And maybe I've been just waiting for this episode to, to talk about it. But what I find the most fascinating about all of this is, is one, just the ability to say that it's it's to send clients somebody else's way now in this case it's a little more devious slightly more mischievous example of of you know hey 
there's no way he's going to be able to keep up with those costs, right? In the insurance world, this would be more or less of the lines of sending people unprofitable business from the standpoint of, again, flood them with leads that, you know, they're probably not efficiently set up to handle in a way that they're going to make money on, right? And these are the these are the people that you get phone calls from all the time where, or this is the perfect, you know, man, I've, I've got this, I need this one little policy for five minutes and it's going to be like a, a 10 minute dollar, you know, 10 minute, $10 situation, right? Not a lot of money, not a lot of whatever. It's just a big headache. Nobody really wants to handle it. And those are the things that you get. You're like, oh, gee, great. I'm, I'm so glad that you thought about me to handle this. Now, this isn't to say that you're ungrateful for the business, but again, keeping an eye out to, to think, well, maybe there's, you know, Alex's grandfather somewhere out there just mischievously sending you that type of business to um, muddy up the the process a little bit for you, just to slow down things. And, and, um, and yes, and that's something too that, works both ways, right? If there's something that you realize that you are not set up to handle in an effective and efficient way, and it's really not going to solidify an existing account if it's not somebody that has other business with you, they, you know, they're, they're not, they're not paying for, they're not paying their way in other areas, then, then yeah, get it out the door, man. Just get it over somebody else and, and, and know that it's not your problem anymore because, you've already had plenty of other times that you've taught yourself out of some money. But a lot of times people don't, you know, about insurance, I'm an insurance technician. Like I love, I love insurance and I like reading policies and I like arguing hypotheticals and, and, and all that type of stuff. But a lot of times we forget that that's not what we do for a living. What we do for a living is provide service for a fee. And that's no different than McDonald's, Uber, Facebook or any other business in the world. They're all the same from that perspective. They're providing a service for a fee. And, um, and we must keep our eyes on that so that we don't end up talking ourselves out of money. I have to imagine at some point in your sales career, we've all had to come across the guy either that we've interacted with ourselves on the, on the other end of the transaction or worked alongside of in the sales industry, maybe an in insurance that just didn't know when to shut up. And it's, it's painful to watch. It's painful to be on the receiving end of because, I mean, I get it. There's probably some sort of deep-rooted loneliness underneath all of that. And that makes sense, I guess. But that's the literal interpretation or version of talking yourself out of money because you just don't know when to quit. And and that's not necessarily exactly what Alex was talking about, but something to keep in mind, you know, going back to, you know, this whole profitability thing of just, not really knowing where to draw the line and pick your, uh, you know, pick your spots, pick your moments, but in a in a less literal meaning of what Alex was was talking about is thinking, you know, we love to go through all sorts of different scenarios and and this that or the other, but again, it is a service for a fee, as Alex points out, and. At some point, there needs to be parameters and guidelines as to what is included and what is not necessarily included with that service and what that fee may or may not cover. Now, again, the fee in this case is usually commission, and we sometimes feel, I don't want to say guilty, or we feel obligated maybe to just kind of keep giving and giving and giving, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
but again, at some point you've, you've got to draw a line in the sand somewhere because, you know, there's a good chance if you're running to the store to pick up a loaf of bread for somebody for, you know, for the policy to close the deal, you've probably gone too far. That's a pretty safe assumption to know things have just gone off the rails a tad bit and we need to rope them back in. And I think that's, I think that's what Alex is talking about is because, you know, there's, there's just a little bit of that. I need to prove myself no matter what I'm willing to, again, earth, wind and fire, sand, a little captain planet action. I'll do all the elements for this thing. And really there is, there is again, reasonable and customary sort of actions and, and lengths and restrictions and all of those things that sometimes get thrown out the window because you're just hoping and wanting no matter what for that policy count to compensate and make up for whatever profitability you may or may not have. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. Um, in my experience, I think a lot of agents don't uh, think enough about profitability. They think about policy count and premium volume, assuming that the profitability will come. And unfortunately, that's just not necessarily true. It can be true. Of the two, policy count is probably the easier of them to be misleading, to kind of send you down a a, uh, a path of false sense of security because, well, again, policy counts. There's That's a big number, and, and wow, boy, gee, you should be doing great things. It's the, you know, it's like if somebody's famous and they're poor sort of thing that it's like, hey, wait a second, those things don't, those things don't necessarily make sense. And if you're, again, famous with your policy count, but essentially broke with what's left at the end of the day, well, then again, there's a pretty decent sized hole in the ship. And that's the first and easiest. This is, again, that's pretty simple, right? Where it's a little trickier is on the premium, right? Because you think, oh man, these are big premiums. And, and no matter what, I'm going to make some money, man. I got a, you know, I, I, I'm making, you know, I'm making 50 grand commission per year on this one policy. Great. That's a pretty big number. And, um, and yeah, those are the ones that are, are, going to be a lot harder to be, be, um, you know, to, to, to not be profitable on. And it is possible though, if you're not careful, if there are, again, if, if we're dealing with, you know, a certificate nightmare per se that, you know, you might be running around chasing certificates 24 seven for this one large account because it is such a big premium. And if you crunch the numbers at the end of the day, well, they're not great, right? Again, you're not walking home with nearly as much money as you thought, or again, you're just spending way too much time on this account and you're finding it difficult to acquire more. That's because again, we have an issue with what is required to actually maintain that piece of business that was maybe expected or unexpected or whatever. It just, it's causing a problem. Those are the two biggest things I think that, um, at least I see from the standpoint of just the limited thought process of thinking of, of, well, if, if I just get that next policy, you know, kind of chasing that next policy that, that will somehow put me on the path to, um, really just figuring things out. Right. And, and, and I don't know, I mean, it feels just a little bit like, uh, you know, you might sell yourself short in that regard. Sometimes just giving yourself confidence to, you know, go all the way back and say, well, no, I know what it costs to do this. I know what it costs to make this thing that is, you know, selling insurance, right? I know how to make insurance, right? And I know all of my 
my costs involved in that process. And I need to be diligent as a business owner to stick to those costs and to not get carried away and just fall in love with this, this fabric or this print. If we're going to mix our, you know, you know, businesses here, I just can't do it because, you know, I just, I have to be disciplined in what actions I'm going to take, what, what pieces of business I'm going to acquire and what service I will ultimately provide because there's nothing worse than, I guess the, the term that I've always used is succeeding to failure. When you think that you have accomplished all of your insurance dreams, you only wake up to find out that it didn't actually really happen. Fresh off a trip back from the great city of Philadelphia, and tell you what, just a couple observations after driving around the city for an extended weekend, and I have to say I appreciate the casual nature in which they approach the lane structure of their roadway system as in it's more like a mere suggestion between you and the car next to you. Is it a lane or is it not a lane? I don't know. I guess that's up for you and the car next to you to decide. Much like their signage or lack thereof in most cases as in they're daring you to say, well, it's up to you, figure it out. Is this the road that you wanna go on? Is this where the map is maybe telling you to go? Are you possibly turning down a one-way street and going the wrong direction? I don't know, let's find out the more interesting way. But nothing can beat the feeling of after you pass the last service station on the Pennsylvania Turnpike and realize that you have either misplaced or conveniently thrown away your uh, toll ticket. In which case, you get charged for like the whole thing. That's fun. 60 bucks. If you ever find yourself needing to go end to end on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, that's what it costs you. But there's nothing like that dead man walking feeling as you just coast to your fate of overcharged highway usage. But other than that, Philadelphia is a fantastically intense city and we had a great time. So that was a lot of fun. But what about you, joyatagencynation.com? What are some of your uh, vacation faux pas or observations or experiences that leave you questioning how people survive on a daily basis and what they are required to acclimate to to just live there permanently? I don't know, joyatagencynation.com. Speaking of acclimating your agency to a more relaxed environment, I don't know, that might be right. Head on over to agencynation.com slash newsletter to spend Sunday morning with me and stay up to date with all the latest ongoings and just the general reactions from that overall conversation that we have every week here, agencynation.com slash newsletter.